Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Tuesday, May 31st, in the world of the insane. And the world keeps on turning. Empowered by the crazy Bidens in the lunatics of the world, it's only getting better. This show is really amazing. I hope you're enjoying it. You all have front row seats, no extra cost, and the popcorn just should keep flowing. Don't plant a garden, by the way. Ignore everything. Don't plant a garden. Don't prepare. Don't do anything that might be good for the future collapse. Just pay attention to the news, please. That's it. All right, Patriots, before we begin, make sure you are taking good care of your immune system. Good care of your immune system. That means keeping it strong and healthy, and that's why we have Expedition Coffee. It's our branded coffee for just such a time as this. We are surrounded by the stresses and the environmental issues that are challenging our immune systems. And keeping our immune systems strong is essential to maintaining a strong position in this fight. Expedition Coffee was designed specifically to not only give you that energy boost you need that will sustain you across the entire day while boosting your immune system and help maintain a mental focus throughout the day. You can find Expedition Coffee, X-P-E-D, Expedition Coffee at ExpeditionCoffee.com. And there you'll also find a full range of products that are designed to work as a full health ecosystem, all designed to reclaim your personal health sovereignty. Those products include the Gut Health Triad, which helps heal and seal your gut. Leaky gut is one of the critical causes of sickness in our nation. You also have Immune XP, which is an immune booster based on pine cone extract with high levels of vitamin C, Earth, which is a nutrient powder, giving your body a full complement of nutrients you need. Just mix it with water, drink it like a shake, do that once a day. And Pure 47, one of the most refined silver extracts on the market that can isolate most of the pathogens that you'll encounter. The products on ExpeditionCoffee.com are all designed to give you back the strength in your immune system to not only endure the challenges to the immune system, but to dominate and to rise above to reclaim your true health sovereignty. So check out Expedition, X-P-E-D, ExpeditionCoffee.com. That's ExpeditionCoffee.com. You will not be disappointed. I've been using these products for well over a year. Fantastic. Just do great things for your body. I'm going to start today. Well, of course, the biggest news today is that Sussman was found not guilty. I don't know who is surprised. No one should be, but we have a lot of patriots that are in meltdown today. And you can just imagine. Hey, just one interjection here real quick. The kilted Christian run by our favorite patriot, Duncan, he will not be having a show tonight. He's not been feeling well. And he's. I asked him if he had monkeypox. He said he did not have monkeypox which is good because I was a little concerned that maybe he was going to be part of the new propaganda machine. But he has been feeling down. He said he couldn't hear, and that's when I called him. He said he couldn't hear because his ears were all plugged up. (laughs) So I sent a smoke signal, and I got hold of him. That's good. So no monkey pox for Duncan, which is good, but he does seem to have the seasonal flu, which for those of you that have been vaxxed, you should be very, very afraid because that means in your mind he has the pandemic COVID and he's going to be spreading it like zombie apocalypse. So just be aware. That's It's okay if you're vaxxed, you can believe that. The rest of us will just go on our normal life and pray for Duncan and hope he, hope he has gets better soon. All right, 
<clears throat> before I go on with this, we're going to come back to the Sussman thing <laughs> because it's the meltdown of the day. But I do want to share with you the 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 award for massive retardation. It's the retard award. It's coming today. It's here. <laughs> I can't make this up. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna let you experience it. Here we go. Today I'm turning in my weapons to the Hillsborough Police Department in Oregon. Both my AR-15 and my 9mm handgun. I no longer want them. I know this will not change legislation or anything to do with gun culture in America, but hopefully it'll be a form of symbolism and hopefully America can wake up because no other country has the problems that we do with gun culture and ideation and gun violence like we do. Amend the Constitution, amend the legislation, amend the statutes. I wish I could get his name because when this whole thing blows up and he comes running for help, I'd just be like, um, you're coming to me? Here, here's a rubber band and here's a stick. Make a slingshot. See you later. I'm telling you right now, it's crazy. These people, they this is the problem with the left is they all want to get on a pedestal and they want to virtue signal everybody. And like, look what I'm doing. Look what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to make a statement for everybody in the world to change. I'm going to give away my guns. I'm like, good. That's more, more ammo for us. I'm good with that. That's one less retard with guns. And that's how I see this. Because if he doesn't want his guns, it means he doesn't know how to use his guns and he doesn't value his guns. Therefore, he doesn't deserve guns. And he's doing the right thing. He's giving them away. So congratulations. We have one less potential stupid shooting caused by some retard with a gun. There. Uh, so that was a good good event for the day. Patriots, it is 11 minutes after the hour. In the midst of all this wonderful time of life, we are going to have some good old-fashioned spiritual warfare prayer. So let's kick it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time. We come together, and we are awake. We are literally sitting here watching this world unravel, and you are giving us one of the greatest gifts we could ever ask for, and that is the gift of sight. Father, in the midst of so much of this, we just pray that people will appreciate the wonderful time in which we live and not be bemoaning the times or waiting out the time until Christ returns, but rather embrace the moments for the fullness that they are, to live and in that, to live fully, to take the gift of life that you've given us, which is profound, to enjoy the challenges that are before us, to rise above the muck, and to stand boldly on that mountain that we're climbing up, on that narrow gate, that path of truth. And let us just enjoy the scenery. Let's watch this corrupt nightmare collapse on itself as we watch people slowly awaken to what they've been part of and what they keep endorsing. Sadly, Father, there's just so many people that cannot see past their nose. And even sometimes I wonder if, that's, if they can see that far because they're so consumed with what they're being told to think. And it's sad. And there's something we hear today. We're praying for them. We're praying for their hearts to awaken. And we just pray that they can be they can see truly what they are worshiping and what they're being trapped to do and what they're being compelled to do and that isn't to say that all of us will agree 
But just like this gun violence thing, we just pray that people will realize how manipulated the system is, how many people out here are being conditioned to be violent, conditioned by video games, conditioned by psychiatrists and psychologists, and conditioned by school systems that are completely corrupt and indoctrinating them into bizarre thinking, driving people into these ridiculous states of existence. We, our greatest enemy is not Russia, Father. Our greatest enemy, as you very well know, that we are now realizing is our enemy is here amongst us. The foolishness that's around us, the lack of willingness to think freely, the desire to be obedient to a system that itself is so deeply corrupt, the, the absolute juxtapositions that they cannot rectify in their head. On one hand, a, a pilfering of wealth on an unprecedented level that is everywhere. And it's the same system that turns around and tells them what to think. And they do. They obey. So, Father, we just pray for the awakening of free thinking. That the shelters around their mind and the, these shells around their heart will collapse. And any opportunity that we have that you can lead us, Father, to engage this and to break this down and to show people a new way, we pray for that. That opportunity we will accept any time you have some target of opportunity for us to exploit in a good way. We are, our world has bifurcated to such a deep degree. And if I speak honest with my heart, and I think I speak honest with many people's hearts, it doesn't look promising to become united again. It doesn't look promising that we could come back together again. But this is what we know, Father. Our place of view of this world is very small. Your vision is not one that we can see all of. And so that's this place that we talk about so often that we're reminded of in prayer today. We pray for those to have true trust in you, to know that whatever is going to happen is, is as it should be. Our role and our gifts and talents, the place that we are, the pursuit of living fully in the life that we're given, those are tasks that we must embrace. And so again, we pray for that. We pray for the excitement, the encouragement, the the power of walking in this world alive. Not walking, not meandering about, wringing our hands, wondering how long it is until we die or how long it is until Christ returns. So many of these things that people do leave them so vulnerable and they don't even realize it. They think that by, they think somehow, and this is the most fascinating thing, Father, we just wish that this one little misconception could be ripped from people. The idea that somehow we are here, that once we accept Christ, we're just marking time. That is one of the greatest perversions of the teachings of the church, that somehow we just need to wait it out. Forgive us for that path. Because anybody that walks that path, that somehow thinks they're just waiting until Christ returns or waiting till the end of time or waiting, they have missed the greatest gift given. That's life in this amazing temple and beautiful body that you've given each one of us. So forgive us for those, for those sins. Forgive us for not appreciating life to the fullest. And that includes 
the unborn, and it includes our elderly. Those are the centerpieces of the cycle of life. Forgive us for the disregarding of the importance of that, of not valuing them more, or the outsourcing of our children to have somebody else indoctrinate them and then scratch our heads in bewilderment of why kids are suddenly screwed up. This is our age of accountability, Father. And we just pray for more and more people to realize that what's before them now is to accept what we have created and now to make the decision in the valley of decision of where to go. So, Father, we pray for that awakening and that responsibility and that accountability that will allow us to transition from where we are into a greater existence. And whoever can follow that path We know solidly because we are walking with Christ in our heart that we can walk together. Guide us and protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. It's really not complicated, but boy, do we make things complicated. I'll tell you right now. So naturally, this whole, the combination of events this week between the shooting incident in Texas, the Sussman trial, the ongoing threats of a new virus called monkeypox. And don't confuse that with Monkey Works. Monkey Works is an awesome <laughs> researcher, but don't confuse monkeypox with Monkey Works. I don't think they're related at all. And when you get over to see Monkey Works, Papa, hello from Bards and tell him, I'm sending my blessings for all the great work he's doing. But the whole thing that is absolutely true in all of this is that we have to continue to keep our center on God and our feet solidly on that rock of faith. We have to first, we probably should first hear a little bit about the Sussman trial. Here's one for you. Hillary Clinton's former campaign lawyer got pretty lucky with the jurors in his criminal trial. Michael Sussman was indicted for lying to the FBI about representing Hillary when spreading the Trump-Russia collusion hoax. And weird, some of the jurors in his case just happened to be pretty strong Democrats. Juror 5750 was asked if he made political donations in 2016. He said yes, and that they would have been on the Democratic side, in fact, probably to a couple of campaigns. Juror 0731 didn't remember specifically, but on her questionnaire said likely donated to Hillary Clinton. And juror 0517 said she had very strong feelings about both candidates and strongly disliked Trump. So what do you think do these partisan jurors bias the verdict not at all (laughs) no possible way there's no way that they would bias that and you know the thing is that we're seeing this as well we're seeing the q movement unravel which is unfortunate and if you've been following me for some time you know that I've been saying this is going to be, this is part of the problem. It's just the worship of things. L- listen to this right here. And it's it's just kind of a desperate statement, but it's, there are only two systems of justice. There are two systems of justice in America, which we know that. One for criminal Dems and the other for the innocent J6 protesters. We know that. And then the White Hats are not in control. They are being defeated Durham was just handed a huge loss. Now, 
I, I not disagreeing. Durham was handed a big loss, and I, you've heard me say all along that it, this is not. It should never have been about waiting for white hats. You've heard me say this, and it's all because there's so much emphasis on waiting for someone else to fix it for us. This is about us fixing this. And I will get this all the time when I say that. So what are we supposed to do, Bards? What you're supposed to do is get into your local community and root it out. Build community, build strength, build awareness. Quit worrying about what happens in DC because that is literally the turd hole of the entire world. It is the pit of Luciferian worship. Everything about that up there is all about ritualistic everything. So let DC be. Worry about your local community. Worry about your county. Worry about your city. Worry about your neighborhood. When I say worry, meaning be active in it, focus in it. Don't consternate and wring your hands and, I don't know what to do. This is where local action, county by county, is so critical here. Someone asked me once, it's like, okay, we, we can't do all the counties at once, so what, what county should we do? And it's like, we do need to do all the counties at once. And that's part of each person taking responsibility in your counties. If we're going to top-down organize this, then we're going to have to say, okay, well, only three counties get to move forward on the county by county. And the rest of you of the over 3,000 counties, you need to watch the three counties and then you wait and then when it's your turn, that's that's left as crazy. This whole concept of county by county should be everywhere. People working aggressively everywhere to revalidate their counties, to get this corruption out. And that takes a lot of hard work. It takes gardening. It takes Bible study. It takes homeschooling. It takes getting out of the corporate loop and building your own business. It takes taking care of your own health. It takes getting informed and taking local action where you can. All these things it takes, all these are huge responsibilities. And it, and the thing is, when you're left with it, and I, I'm speaking firsthand here because this is how I live. You have no time at the end of the day. You're like, wow. Like you get up in the morning, you're like, man, my, my day's gone already. That is the fight. That's what we're in. This is war. Not difficult, but yet very difficult. Principles are not difficult. Execution, different thing. So stay focused because this fight is very winnable. Durham is just another thing of, of reveal for me. I had no anticipation of, you've heard me really be careful about Durham anyway. And I, I put no heavy weight on Durham from the very beginning because I didn't expect anything miraculous. What this should, what this does demonstrate to the many that are on the beginning of awakening or in the awakening, you realize that the the entire court system is corrupt, and that's as it should be. So let me play this. Will be the last piece we play here right now, and this is a piece that gives, is by somebody who is truly awake and seeing this. And I think it's important to realize how powerful the Durham failure is. This is important, which you're going to hear. Well, John Durham has egg on his face today because the jury came back in the Michael Sussman case and said not guilty. 
This is a travesty of justice, people. Let me explain what happened. So, uh, Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia, is full of rabid liberals. You can't get a fair trial in D.C. If you're a Democrat, you can get away with murder. If you're a Republican, they will throw you in jail for nothing. The January 6th defendants are in jail for nothing. But Michael Sussman, who was guilty as freaking hell, this guy lied to the FBI. Let me show you how good this was. Uh, he has a text that he literally sent to the FBI that literally says, I've got information you need to see it. I'm not coming on behalf of a client. That's his text. I'm not coming on behalf of a client. Then when the, Michael Sussman met with James Baker, the head attorney at the FBI, he reiterated, I'm not coming on behalf of a client. And what was he bringing to them? He just said, for the goodness of his heart, he found out that uh, there's a secret Trump server connection through this Alpha Bank, and Trump is communicating with Putin through this secret server. And then the uh, FBI opened investigation, uh, the Clinton campaign tweeted about it, all these news stories trying to sabotage Trump, and the reality was, it was all made up by Hillary freaking Clinton. They made this shit up, they fed it to the FBI, and then the jury came back and said, not guilty, even though... He's guilty as hell. The texts are freaking clear as day. All the testimony says he did it. Now, the real sad truth is that, uh, in a way, the FBI knew he was working for the Hillary campaign. Everyone knew he was working for the Hillary Clinton campaign. But my, John Durham is such a piece of crap, he actually couldn't say in, in court uh, because, you know, the FBI was in on it, because then it implicates the FBI. The FBI was part of this criminal conspiracy to sabotage Trump. They tried to rig an election. Little did we know, they didn't rig it even worse in 2020 with this own election. So, yeah, so John Durham gets a big fat F. He failed, because uh, this is how biased the jury is. Three of the jurors were donate, uh, had donated Hillary Clinton. One of the jurors donated to AOC. Another juror... Her daughter was on the same, I think, swim team as uh, Michael Sussman's daughter. The guy they're prosecuting. Their daughters are on the same damn freaking sports team. And you expect these people to come back with a guilty verdict? Dude, our whole corrupt system is, is, is all the hell. The judges are corrupt. The jurors are corrupt. Uh, John Durham's biggest mistake was trying to try this in D.C. You can't bring a case in D.C. and get a fair trial. You gotta move it out, move it to Texas, move, move it as much as you can out of DC, then you'll get a guilty verdict. Out frickin' rageous. And that's a great video, or a great piece, because it's just someone who's just finally seeing the whole first picture. It had nothing to do with Durham. It has everything to do with the measure of corruption in our entire system. And that's anybody that's been hanging on to these big wins by Durham's gonna bring down the house, or Q is going to, I mean, whatever. That is the problem right there. We are the change. And you can endure these moments easily when you're sitting in, on the rock of faith and you're standing with God and you've got Christ in your heart. It's easy. You're just looking at it going, oh, well, this is quite a movie. Pretty good, man. The blessing of being able to see versus the curse of anticipating what you think should be the outcome. Hear those words. The curse of anticipating of what you think will be the outcome. God doesn't play that way. He's asking for one thing, trust in him. And I do. So it's pretty easy. I hope you do too. I think we all do. All right, patriots. Keep your head up and your eyes forward.
never bow to evil, never relent, always press in to the fight. Keep your prayers up. We need a lot of prayers for those that are missing the entire point here. We need prayers for people to find Christ and accept Christ and just calm down. Whatever the storm is, it is. We can't stop it. It's here. So just prepare and do the best you can. And we will overcome this miraculously. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We're at war. Walk fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tonight for Bards FM. Until then or until the next time. God bless. And out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable, and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs, and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor, will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country.
an old evil that has waited thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push. We climb. We never give in. We become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray. We stand. We live by the words, in God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.